All right, folks, thank you for joining me on this 17th day of November. I appreciate all of you guys for joining me. This community just continues to grow day by day, and we are completely tapped in on everything here from cryptocurrency, current events, and how to prepare for the greatest transfer of wealth in world history. I want to start by saying thank you for everyone. We've done a couple of recent interviews. Highly recommend you guys check that out. We had Waters Above Crypto. We had Molly Elmore. And we're just getting started. We got a few more in the works. So you guys want to want to make sure that you hit that notification bell so that you don't miss any of our content. Make sure you subscribe over on Twitter so you know when I'm going to be going live. And I'll uh, give you the heads up on any future interviews, future collaborations with other creators. And for me, I'm not here to just have the regular conversation with these other folks, you know, um, you, you know, these same bullish conversations about, oh, crypto is the future. For me, I'm trying to get to the conversations that... Uh, you're not hearing on other channels. I want to bring about, um, you know, a conversation out of these other creators that maybe they normally don't touch upon. And so for me, that's the purpose with these interviews is to bring about a good conversation that is unique and uh, get more out of these other folks than, than sometimes they're willing to share. You know, um, we had a great conversation with Reggie Middleton recently about the DeFi patent. Really interesting gentleman and a fascinating story that's going on over there with Veritasium and uh, Reggie Middleton's story. But nonetheless, I digress. Badass interviews are going to continue, and I will hopefully have the audio right on the next one. I know for those of you, thank you so much for bearing with me. Uh, I re-uploaded the Waters Above interview with the better audio, so hopefully that's a little bit better. I know it wasn't the best quality, but we are always working to bring you guys the best content, and I apologize for any technical difficulties on the run-up. As we continue to grow this channel, I appreciate all of you guys for hitting that subscribe, hitting that thumbs up for your boy and spreading this message far and wide. Without further ado, let's get straight on into it. We're starting out with a massive, massive 50-spot super chat from Mark Jenkins. Are you kidding me, Mark? Mark, thank you for tuning in tonight. Thank you for staying strapped in. And as always, we appreciate all the super chats, the thumbs up, guys. Massive 50-spot to start the party. One day, maybe XRP could reach prices uh, at least $5. Please give us something, right? We're going to get into some technical analysis at the end of this session. Tonight's episode, liquidity crisis spreads as Ripple meets in London. This is what's going on. The rest of the space is falling apart while Ripple meets with the biggest and best players at the Ripple Swell Conference. Completely uh, classy as ever as they appear in London right on time, right on cue. As the liquidity crisis is unfolding and the contagion is spreading throughout the cryptocurrency space. We're going to break it all down tonight. Now, let's get straight on into it. So we got Bitcoin here hanging about uh, 16.9, just under 17,000. And we got Ethereum at 12.21. XRP is at 38 cents. So these things are really just hanging in here, moving sideways for the time being. Let's take a look here at the chart. This is your Bitcoin chart for hour. 17,000 in the recent uh, second half of today, actually, we got a little bit of a green candle action here. So this is your four hour chart zoomed out, as you can see right here. Right here, we're looking at these moon phase patterns when we look at these charts, uh, watching it flow. And as we see here, this thing's moving sideways. 15,600 is going to be your support on the bottom. 18,500 is going to be that resistance on the top. Can we break back through 18K and can we uh, break on out of this bear market? I don't think that we're done, but I do think that we can test those upper levels. That 18K level can easily be done. No reason to get excited. But I am not trading. You guys already know why. We're in the middle of a liquidity crisis that we have not seen yet in the cryptocurrency space unfolding rapidly. Dwindling U.S. cattle herd implies supermarket beef prices may rise even more. 
Now you're saying, oh gosh, I just wanted crypto. Folks, it's not sexy. It's not fun, but it's also not fun or sexy or cool to starve. And as we've been talking about, you don't have to be a crazy prepper. You have to understand how this setup is playing out here. Quality food, quality water, quality housing shelter, quality goods, quality commodities that this need that this world needs to run on. By design, we have shortages. By design, we have labor shortages, right? And you're seeing it continue on. We thought that we'd be out of this supply chain crisis. We're still dealing with that. And then we have record amount of inflation as well. So you don't have to be a crazy prepper to save money, to save money on future expenses by stocking up on some essentials that you know you're going to need. We've been talking about this for well over a year now, and it's only gotten worse. It hasn't, it definitely hasn't gotten any better in some areas getting worse. Now we see here, once again, beef, anything that matters, good quality protein. You want to go get an organic beef, uh, you know, grass fed beef from your local farmer. You're going to have to pay for it. And I would be glad to do so. I'm very happy to do so, right? We've been talking about making these arrangements because we knew what was coming here. It's completely being exposed wide open. The U.S. cattle herd dwindling, okay? Let's continue to watch that one now. Very interesting. Let's get right on into it, folks. This is bombshell. Republicans claim President Biden is compromised by foreign deals. I'm not even going to speak on it further. You guys already know where we're going with this. The Republicans are coming in. They just are making their grand entrance. Nancy Pelosi's done for the time being. Stepping aside has played her role. And the Republicans are stepping up. We are going to hold the Republicans just as accountable, even more so, actually, because I expect more. I expect more out of them than I do the Democrats, than the left. In, in regards to this left-right paradigm, you know, I'm not going to get caught up in that. It's just who's going to lie to me more? Who's going to lie to my face and talk to me like I'm stupid? That's how I view the left-right paradigm. Who's going to talk to me like I'm a doofus moron, a peasant? Who's going to raise my taxes? Who's going to implement a program that's failing, destroying the middle class of America? That's what I'm looking at right now. It's not a left-right paradigm. But let's hold these guys accountable. They say that we're going to start to have some oversight. They say that we're going to about to have some accountability. God bless them. Let's see it. Let's get it done. Now, this involves 50 countries, and they insist the bank accounts were commingled, and the White House spent 250000 to deflect damaging stories. Now, we know that the collaboration with the mainstream media goes much further than that and we're now seeing it exposed in this ftx bomb that has just gone off here in the cryptocurrency space ftx sam bankman free took a 370,000 ppp loan what a bunch of bs folks and this thing was completely taken advantage of taxpayer money meant to help small businesses stay afloat went to a billionaire's crypto ponzi scheme in the bahamas 370,000. how that was even possible is it doesn't surprise me because this is all part of the game. And this is when we talk about our strategies for building generational wealth. We talk about the tax code was written by the rich for the rich. So we can hate on the 1%. We can hate on the elite. Or we can adopt their program and implement righteous businesses. Righteous, uh, you know, we can, we can operate and invest in the real estate market in a righteous way. Three hundred seventy thousand, in many companies, actually took advantage of this way worse. I'm actually surprised 
that they didn't go for more. It's they, they didn't want to get too greedy with it. They, they, they knew they, were, they had the billions that were getting funneled through them. They didn't need uh, much more. They didn't need an, a, you know, uh, more than 370000 from the PPP loans. Absolutely sick. This thing's getting completely exposed. And now we have tonight that the Bahamas Securities Commission has taken control of all FTX assets for safekeeping. Let me repeat that. All assets of FTX have now been seized by the Bahamas Security Commission. Folks, we've been talking about it. We're going to continue to talk about it to get your assets off of these exchanges. Your assets. They're not your assets, not your keys, not your crypto. So simple, but we got to reiterate it, and now we see it. If this hasn't been a wake-up call for you yet, what are you doing? You've got to get your assets off these exchanges. We do not trust our opinion, my opinion, not financial advice, is to not trust any exchanges right now, period. And people want to hate and say, oh, you're causing a bank run. You're causing the, this is so much worse for the space. In fact, I've seen one of the biggest shills, won't name names. You know who I'm going to be talking about. One of the biggest shills on TikTok coming at us for all our crazy theories. And we're making this way worse than it has to be that there's so many good projects in the space, bro. I know because they were cutting me checks for me to promote these silly little stupid Ponzi schemes that had no value. No, we're dropping the truth and we're saving people's funds. We're saving their assets and you cause people to lose tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, and potentially even millions of dollars. In fact, wait, oh, wait, let's go back and check the record. You shilled the second largest NFT rug pull in the space last year. $2.6 million was, I think, the number. It was over $2 million. The only one bigger was little Uzi Verts. But we're crazy conspiracy theorists that are making this worse. No, we're calling out the bad actors so that we can clean out the space and bring in utility. Step aside, kid. Step aside, shills. You guys are full of shit. And God, thank you. Finally, you guys are getting the hell out of our way. Cheers to those that are righteous in the space, moving humanity forward, not on the bullshit that you guys are on. And yes, we're going to continue to call it out. It sucks when you can't get your little checky anymore, doesn't it? You can't, write, you, you can't rent out as nice of an Airbnb when you go to the Bitcoin conference. What a joke you guys are in this space, begging for a bailout of FTX. Oh my gosh, we got to stop the contagion. No, I'm, it's great to see all these guys get wrecked. Get all of these bad actors out of the space. Now, let's back up. I have so much sympathy for all of the losers that, uh, all, all the uh, users, they're going to have lost their funds. They're going to have lost their money. That fell for the scams. That fell for the impersonators. But folks, this is the opportunity. We're investing in the wild, wild west. And people really trusted Sam Bankman-Fried. I, I saw what was going on with FTX from afar. I hadn't looked at him closely. I hadn't watched Sam Bankman-Fried. But you take one look at the guy and it's like, holy cow. God, thank you that we're getting this done. We needed this. You guys didn't build a real business. Shilling Ponzi schemes is not a real business, and you better watch out. 
They're coming after the shills now. Now, this is major, guys, and that's why I get so excited is because understand what just happened. The SEC of the Bahamas just took it all. They just took it all. And Sam Bankman-Fried's walking around that island. Apparently, we just saw a picture of him drop today. He's walking around this island getting his latte, having a good time still. <laughs> we don't want people to lose funds. We don't want the tragedy. We don't want any of that. But, folks, it had to be this way. We cannot allow that to go on. This is a great opportunity for those of us that have understood this was coming. It was inevitable. And it is not wrong of us to speak out on this. It is not wrong for us to save people's assets, save people's cryptocurrencies that they worked so hard to get, that they were so nervous as they you know, got into the space trying to figure out exchanges, wallets, how to do this deal. And they got these freaking influencers pushing just nonsense on them, nonstop, keeping everyone so distracted. These guys make me sick. Now, Coffeezilla. Tether is the 60 billion pound elephant in the room, this crypto crash. It still can get much worse. Don't forget, Alameda Research was the biggest user of Tether. I would love to say that we're done with this. I would love to say that the bottom's in and we're going to move on up. But folks, when we look at this, when we look at these numbers, when we see what's falling apart, who's getting exposed, Alameda Research, the biggest user of Tether, 60 billion pound elephant in the room, Tether, we're not done. And we've talked about how Tether is set up to be that final domino. Now we have, it's just dropping dominoes. Crypto lender Genesis seeks 1 billion emergency loan by Monday. This is one of the OG, uh, in the, one of the OGs in the space, Genesis, uh, seeking 1 billion. They, they do huge amount of volumes over there. Now Bruce Fenton put this out together perfectly. Here's a test for your self-custody. Tell your next of kin to retrieve your coins as if you had died. They are only allowed to use the info they have now. Now, uh, no new note or instructions allowed. If you died today, wouldn't uh, they wouldn't have those instructions either. See how the test works. So basically, if you were to pass today, would your family be able to secure your assets? Have you left behind your passcodes in a way that is easy and accessible for your family, your next of kin? We got to think about this, folks, and we have. I know in my community, we've had whole seminars, you know, on uh, custody of assets, on security. And we're, we're going to be touching on this once again, uh, deep dive coming up on security as well. Now, I don't do tutorials. I don't, I'm not going to respond. I'm not going to do tutorials. Okay. That's not what I do. I go deep dives on these topics. Okay. But there's already good tutorials out there. We've talked about cold storage. We've talked about it already. I'm not going to harp on you guys, but here's the thing. People forget, and they don't go all the way with this. Okay, If you were to pass today, are they going to be able to get all of your assets? Another thing that I saw today you need to think about. Say you're a crypto millionaire. You're a hotshot. Okay? You're you're, 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 you've made it. What happens if someone takes your phone? Could they take your phone and within a few minutes transfer all of your assets out? Because for many people, they could. And that's the problem with having your assets on your exchanges. That's the problem with having your wallets on your main phone. Something to think about here. We really go in depth on how far there's levels. There's many levels to the security game. But the basic fundamentals is get your assets off these exchanges. And then going further than that, I actually recommend multiple devices 
get your uh, connection, basically where you're going to utilize the exchanges on an offline phone that's not always connected. There's serious levels. I'll drop a deep dive on it here soon. But folks, you got to be thinking about this moving forward. And, you know, moving forward, it's hard to think about in the depths of a bear market. But think about this. You don't want to be having a million bucks on your phone that can be moved out in one minute. Think about that. And run these tests for self-custody. God forbid something were to happen. Can your family get that asset? Can they get that off of your uh, cold storage? Have you left behind, you know, instructions for how to get, get your assets? Now, I wanted to talk about this before I get into some bullish, uh, yeah, yeah, before I get into Ripple Swell Conference. This is the bad scenario. And remember, I'm looking at a bad scenario in the cryptocurrency space because I don't think that we're done with the downside. So this is from EG Reg Crypto, XRP bad scenario. I've been asked why I don't chart the downside of XRP because I have high conviction in XRP for the long run. The downside is limited, but the upside is unlimited. I like the sound of that. Excuse me. Any purchase below $1 is once in a lifetime opportunity, not financial advice. Below is a bad scenario. Let's take a look at this thing right here, folks. So this is XRP, and you can see this chart. Two times previous, case A, we went down 50%. Case B, we went down 65%. So if we go down another 65%, that's going to bring us down to the 11 cent XRP level. If we go down that 50 cents, you know, you know about 50% from here, right? That's going to bring us back below that 20 cent level. So before I get into this bullish news, I want everyone to be prepared. I had to get through all of our business. We had business items to cover before we get into the bullish hype. That's how we do it on this platform. Okay. We talked about prepping. We talked about securing your crypto cold storage right here. We're talking about downside potential. We are not done. This liquidity crisis continues to get exposed. Please be prepared to buy these assets at a cheaper price if you are interested in doing so. If you are interested in these assets and accumulating bags, I think that we're going lower. Prepare for that to come through here soon, here very soon, okay? Um, and we see downside potential easily back down another 50% for the cryptocurrency space even. Um, but we see right now with Bitcoin hovering around that 17K level, I wanna see this thing at least touch below 14K. 14K is the level that I, I think that we need to break uh, before we can move back up to the upside, but we'll see what this market gives us. Okay. Now, this is what we love to see. This is XRP utility and growth without Ripple. The decentralized XRP ledger continuing to grow. Check this out. This is Anaj Pun Pungarkar. I'm probably I just butchered his name, but this is uh, the gentleman from GateHub. Okay, founder and CEO of GateHub. We have an announcement. And right here, he's with uh, Vite Vin. On off ramps for all 13 supported stable coins issued by GateHub will be fully integrated into the ZUM wallet. You will be able to fund and withdraw coins without leaving the ZUM. So, for many of you guys that are using the ZUM wallet, I like ZUM. It's nice, especially for utilizing the XRP ledger. And once again, right here, we have uh, continued liquidity being built out. 13 supported stable coins from GateHub now integrated into that ZUM wallet. So you're going to be able to fund your ZUM wallet right there without having to leave ZUM. That is massive. Absolutely massive. Now, let's get on into this Ripple Swell Conference. This is massive. Uh, it's a beautiful thing to see. I got a few clips to play for you guys, and then I will give you guys my analysis, my breakdown. But this is, I love to see this. 
Ripple just putting on a show once again. Let's get right on into it. Cue the curtain call. Ripple well and up guys couldn't even see that but i'm not going to play that again um the 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 venue the venue just looked absolutely sweet and beautiful let me let me see this And if that part gets cut out, that's because we got copyright strike on that music that they're using. But that that venue just looked beautiful, much better than all the Bitcoin conference, much better than the NFT London conference where literally no one even showed up. Now, let's get right on into it, folks. This is major. So Ripple here. Learn how Real Super Mojo is leveraging Ripple Liquidity Hub to better manage crypto liquidity internally and bring better NFT experiences to their customers. They're basically just putting it back in the rest of the space. Hey, while you guys are playing around trying to figure out the Sam Bankman-Fried FTX collapse and what's going on, here's a here's an example of someone who's using leveraging Ripple Liquidity Hub to better manage crypto liquidity internally. Uh, FTX sure could have used some of that. And to bring about a better NFT experience for the customers, which we've been talking about, the NFT update for the XRP ledger is just going to be absolutely massive. Continuing on. For over 10 years now, Ripple has been at the crux between enterprises and crypto native services, and we are doubling down on that. This is Brad Garlinghouse address the Ripple Swell global audience today, noting successes over the past decade and promising a robust future ahead. Take it away, Brad. I'm excited to share with all of you that Ripple has now processed nearly $30 billion worth of volume since launch and over 20 million transactions since we first launched RippleNet years ago. We're helping customers every step of the way to make sure their wallet has sufficient liquidity at all times for the smoothest possible experience. Over 10 years now, Ripple has been at the crux between enterprises and crypto native services, and we are doubling down on that. I hope it resonates with you in the same way it resonates with me. And this is Crypto Means Business. Let's get it done, Brad. We absolutely love it. Folks, let's run through this. 10 years, 750 employees, 300 new hires just this year in 2022. 500 million invested, right? And that's invested in other cryptocurrency projects within the space, mostly in the XRP Ledger ecosystem, probably exclusively in the XRP Ledger ecosystem. Then from the markets report, we have them sitting on 1 billion cash, right? And I just want to say that the rest of the space needs to catch up. Ripple is showing everyone how to get this deal done. Now, let's look at this one. This is uh, the, the, sorry, let me pull this guy up. Chief Digital Officer at MasterCard, right? We've talked about this massive, and MasterCard right now is doing a partnership for that digital dollar, that that pilot that they're doing with the New York Fed. MasterCard is part of that right now. Here we have the Chief Digital Officer at MasterCard right here on so stage as with the internet was Weissel from the Ripple. Folks, let's listen to this one. This one's nice. 
you've been very vocal about you think this is as transformative crypto as the internet was in the late 90s when it first came uh, into being. The internet was a distributed network that allows people to transmit information. And blockchain is a distributed network that allows people to store and transfer ownership assets. I have the conviction for that vision to realize itself, the financial industry needs to come on board. There is no other way. There is no other way for blockchain and these business models to go mainstream without the financial industry. And that's the thing that separates Ripple from the rest of the space is they're bringing on these old guys that for some kids might seem boring. You know, oh, we don't care. We're down with the banks, right? We don't need the banks. This is just going to be a decentralized world. You guys are broke. These guys have trillions of dollars to settle daily. What kind of deal are you trying to get done? I mean, come on, let's get our game up and let's actually accomplish something that matters. Now, this one, James Wallace, VP of Central Bank Engagements and CBDCs at Ripple, took the stage on day one of Swell Global to discuss why the technology that powers the XRP ledger is primed for CBDCs and exactly who will need to strategize for a CBDC future. Let's check this one out. XRP Ledger is you know, world-leading uh, public blockchain, which is built for payments and issuing currencies. So it's a natural fit for CBDCs. We've taken that and basically providing a private version of that for the central banks. Something that's going to be absolutely critical for the success of CBDCs you know, and the adoption of them is the relationship between the public sector and the private sector. As I mentioned earlier, you know, we view that the, you know, the public sector, the central banks working with the government will be the designers, the rule setters in terms of policy um, and the implementers of the platform for the core capabilities around wholesale and retail CBC, but that the use cases will come from the, from the private sector. The list just goes on and on and on. There's literally you know, endless potential use cases. right there and we've seen it they just confirm once again that they're at the table with the C with the central banks right they're 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 taking orders how how do we service you you know and and they know that there has to be a private public partnership right you provide the solutions for these central banks they're going to uh onboard with you right now this is a race this is a tech race just a similar technical technological uh situation is back in the dot-com bubble where 99% of the space was a Ponzi, not getting it done, no utility, not solving real problems. But we see here Ripple, and whether you like CBDCs or not, folks, we are ready and prepared to move all the money. That's what matters. Whether it's the good guys, whether it's the bad guys, whether it's CBDC, whether it's the derivatives market, can we get it done? That's what matters most, and we can, absolutely. Now, uh, talking about tokenizing real-world assets is proving to be tremendously valuable to a number of industries because of the inherent transparency and programmability of blockchain technology. We explored two such use cases on day two of Ripple Swell Global. Let's play this one for you guys. The real estate industry is obviously one of the most obvious um, real spaces estate, or industries to, to, to bring onto chain. We felt that we could use tokens to exchange value and build a better level of trust in these relationships. From the perspective of recruiting high value talent for something like building a gigafactory in Nevada, um, 
being able to target and, and cryptographically prove that someone, for example, took a specific class, got a specific grade, participated in a specific club, um, these, are, these have tremendous economic value. Absolutely. And now where does this get fun? Where does this get fun for us? Right here, we see Ripple giving us a number. We like numbers. We like a little bit of data, right? We can put together the theories, but we like the numbers. Cross-border payment flows are estimated to reach $156 trillion in 2022. Companies can benefit from faster, cheaper, more efficient crypto-enabled payments across industries and use cases. How about that, folks? $156 trillion just in 2022 is the estimates right now for cross-border payments. And that's just one use case. And as we've been looking at, we believe that the cross-border uh, payments use case for XRP is just the testing grounds, is just the uh, pilot version. We are ready to move all the money, all assets. Now, does that mean that all value will move on the XRP ledger? No. But right here, Ripple is showing you how big just the cross-border payments use case is, but then showing you at their conference all of the different real estate, tokenizing ownership, tokenizing everything. And, and, and the NFT update for the XRP ledger is late, but what matters is they got scalability down first. Then they updated for the smart contracts, and we're about to get another smart contracts amendment on top of the NFT update that we just got. That's going to enable full utility along with the Flare network as well. Another part of the XRP ecosystem that's going to be helping to build out utility. But right now, we're about to watch more clips are going to come out of this conference. And I, you guys need to watch closely from this Swell conference because it gives you a glimpse at what tables they're sitting at, what deals they're looking to get done. And, you know, who else in the space is having these types of conferences, having these types of conversations, getting, uh, you know, these types of folks to come speak at their conference? It's a completely different environment, setting, and uh, assembly of people at the Ripple Swell Conference versus what we've seen in the cryptocurrency space so far. And what an interesting situation here. That while the rest of the space is going through the worst liquidity crisis panic crash moment, we have Ripple, calm as can be, a billion cash, hired, three, or hired 300 new hires this year alone, 750 employees, offices worldwide, sitting on a billion cash on-demand liquidity corridors firing up every single corridor we now have basically complete coverage for on-demand liquidity on every single continent maybe they set up a node in antarctica when david and team was down there as well i don't know about that but the only one left here is the united states in this stalled sec lawsuit and for me i cannot find anybody else in the space that is even coming close i just cannot there is some companies that are respectable. Some cryptocurrency projects that do have utility are doing something nice. It is interesting. But the, the company, as I reiterate, that is furthest along in this space, by far, not even close, continues to be Ripple. This is being confirmed once again at this Ripple Swell Conference, and I'm very excited. Now, let's back on out. Uh, let me take a little bit of Q&A session. Okay, I appreciate everyone for tuning in tonight. Make sure you guys smash that thumbs up if you're excited about the future of what Ripple and XRP is going to accomplish. Let's get into a Q&A session. I want to chop it up with you guys. Got a little bit of time here. I got a little bit of uh, an adult beverage in the form of some wine, a little bit of wine tonight. So we might get a little bit of wild conversation taking place here. Let's have some fun with it.
But this is a beautiful opportunity, as I continue to say here, watching the rest of the space uh, go through a moment that was inevitable. I feel sympathy for the regular average users that are going to lose their funds from FTX. I feel bad for the average person that's going to lose their funds from the next exchange that goes bust. That's sad. But we did our part. We did what we could do, sounding the alarm. Don't trust any of these exchanges. Tether still needs to collapse. The bottom is not in. Oh, by the way, look out for a date, 11-8, where an incredible amount of energy is going to be coming in. And it's the perfect date where the people that like to do ritual sacrifice and uh, manipulate the market would maybe look to crash the market. We did give that warning as well. And to the exact date we got that event, did we know it was going to be FTX? No, but we knew. We knew the shakeup was coming. We knew the liquidity crisis was not done and that it was going to get worse. And here we go. And it's only looking worse as the bankruptcy proceedings are coming out, the further documents that are coming out and the contagion spread you got to secure your assets. you got to have a serious program. Let's get completely tapped in right now. What are we working with, folks? Thank you for tapping in tonight. Make sure you hit that thumbs up for me, and let's share this message far and wide. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Greatest Transfer of Wealth with your host, Zach Rector. Please remember to follow us over on Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, and Rumble. To get in touch, please just head on over to ZachRector.com. You can check out all of our affiliate links and get access to our exclusive Discord community, over at the website. We appreciate all of you for tuning in. And all that we ask is that you share this message with other like-minded individuals. If you appreciate the show, feel free to go ahead and leave us a five-star review. We will see you in the next one. Take care and God bless.